0: Welcome to Level with Emily Reese. This is music by Robert Wolf for Arknights. It's a mobile tower defense tactical RPG. And this song that Robert wrote, it's called Immutable. And this song in particular has kind of taken on a life of its own. It's nominated for a Game Audio Network Guild Award for Best Original Song in the upcoming Gang Awards. Those happen on Wednesday, May 25th. And, uh, yeah, so you can uh, watch those, find out what happens with Robert's song. But in any event, Robert works for a company called Hexony Audio. And Hexony provides music and sound for a lot of different game projects, including Arknights. Robert also composes for Honor of Kings and for Call of Duty Mobile. We've introduced a new patron tier uh, over on the Patreon page to make it easier for folks to join Discord. We have dramatically stepped up our activity on the Level with Emily Discord server, and we have some events coming up soon. Visit patreon.com level to get access to the Discord server, and on our server you can chat with us, you can chat with Level listeners about music, episodes of Level, videos and pets (laughs) and more. Speaking of video though, you can find a video of my chat with Robert Wolf on youtube.com slash level with Emily Reese. And please do remember to subscribe so you can catch all the latest interview videos along with my Monday and Wednesday playlists that I post there. And if you want to see a playlist from this episode, that's on our Patreon page as well, patreon.com slash level. It was a pleasure speaking with Robert, and I hope you enjoy him and his music as much as I do.
1: I'm Robert Wolf. I'm initially uh, from Germany. I uh, used to live in Berlin and then I studied at USC, came over here and then, uh, yeah, got hired at Hexony, uh, lucky enough, in 2019 and been working here ever since.
0: And you have uh, uh, written a song for a game called Arknights that has gotten a lot of attention. Do you want to talk about that?
1: Yeah, I'm super excited that it does get uh, the attention It's immutable for the game Arknights and um, uh, it's it's a really uh, interesting track that I really enjoyed working on um, and it's uh, the story of Calcet who's a character in the game and the track uh, is kind of like representing her background and her story and um, yeah, I worked uh, with uh, Melissa Kaplan on it who's a fantastic uh, vocalist and, and lyricist, so um, that that was uh, amazing. It, it worked really well, yeah.
0: So, when it comes to writing songs with lyrics, is that something that you've done a lot of in your life, or was this kind of a newer territory for you to compose a song?
1: Yeah, funny enough, I have done that in the past uh, in high school, so to speak. So, I wrote songs there. Um but that was not on a professional level. That was really just me exploring, uh, playing with bandmates in high school. It was really on a, on an amateur level, and I still think that that kind of gave me like quite a, a comfortable basis to start from. I think sure. uh, just kind of more exploration that you can, can do when you're younger. But as a professional composer, I actually haven't done that many uh, pop songs, especially in this. Uh, style that, that was definitely, uh, a new field for me. Um, and that's why, like, that's why I'm especially excited that this track turned out, uh, like it did and, um, actually, um, yeah, it's getting recognized.
0: Yeah. And it, it really is a, an awesome track. And I mean, I remember, uh, I mean, I, I heard it several months ago as part of the gang awards, um, not the nomination process or maybe the nomination process, but listening to all the, the songs in that category. And I remember it from that, which is saying a lot. Like I, when, it, you know, I got an email about you and the song, I was like, I remember that song. And that, that's True. meaningful, you know, that it's, it's a really cool um, piece of music. And what kind of direction did you have in terms of composing it? What were you asked to do?
1: Yeah, so um, the uh, direction from the client um, was to write an ambient hybrid electronic kind of uh, pop track uh, that was uh, supposed to feature vocals and the uh, the tracks supposed to represent the backstory of the character. So like, Kelsit is a healer in the game. Um, in in the story, she's thousands of years old and has uh, lived. Uh, many different lives, so like her character is extremely vast, and and uh, she has a lot of experience with a lot of very different uh, life situations, and um, that was definitely a challenge to put that into a piece of music. I have like around four minutes um, to to play with, and that the lyrics needed to reflect that, so. That's why it was great there that I at least didn't have to worry as much about the lyrics because uh, Melissa uh, wrote the lyrics. So um, I provided her with the, with the backstory there oh, and cool. uh, she did a great job uh, putting that into words. And uh, I tried my best to have the music reflect aspects of that.
0: Yeah, now Melissa Kaplan. I seem to remember that name from is I could be wrong here. So I might I might look it up, but was she the singer for the early Assassin's Creed stuff? Do you know this? Yeah, she worked
1: on the Assassin's Creed series on several titles of it and um yeah, we've also worked with her many, many times, so we just knew that uh, she would she would be the right fit for this track. And... Oh cool has the right vocal range. And of course also not every vocalist can also provide their own lyrics and and get into more of a creative process with the composer. So all of that were huge uh, bonuses.
0: So, uh, Robert, what did you enjoy about that process? You know, again, songwriting, it's just, it's different than instrumental writing. So, you know, what what did you enjoy about it?
1: Yeah, it's it's always refreshing for me to work with uh, anybody else on a track. Like, uh, normally, the way we work here uh, is we write the track from start to finish ourselves. I mean, I do have colleagues, and we do give us each other, like, feedback and tips. And, and you know, um, obviously... Uh, our lead composer uh, Matthew Carl Earl. I-, I would talk to him, get feedback from him, but the-, the writing of the track is often done by one person, right? <laughs> yeah. And um, so for me, it's always very refreshing if if I have someone to just bounce ideas off, uh, to like, uh, so that the track kind of turns a different direction than I might have uh, had in mind. So in this case, it was great because. I had something in mind for the track and Melissa definitely went into that direction. So it's not like the track kind of went off the course into something I wasn't expecting, but um, it was really exciting to see that somebody adds something to the track um, that, yeah, that, that just makes it a little different from, from what I had expected it to, to become. Um, and in many ways, just a lot better than, than <laughs> what I would, was hoping for the sure. track. Like one example being Melissa provided a lot of background vocals for me to work with. Oh, cool. A lot of background harmonies and, and stuff like that. And um, yeah, I, I wasn't specifically asking her to, to provide that, but like it was always great to get something like that and then uh, enrich the track in, in that way.
0: Had you worked on music for Arknights before?
1: Yeah, I've I've written uh, several tracks before. One of the bigger ones uh, is called Reconnection, uh, which is a very ambient synth uh, track. And so I think you can definitely hear the influence coming from that track. I think I might have written it like a month or two before, uh, Immutable. And the track is similar to some extent, but then Immutable is like a full pop uh, track production and the other track is way more open form. It's a little more like ambience, like procedurally uh, like a track that just evolves over time and is a mm. bit more open form. Mm-hmm. And so that was a great way to get uh, to work with uh, analog synthesizers, which I also hadn't had that much experience before and uh, recorded uh, a bunch of sounds from, we have like two Moog synthesizers and like the, nice. Uh, Lifeforms SV1. So I recorded uh, some some little arpeggios and and bass lines with that, and that that was the workflow that I had already kind of gotten used to from from the other track, and that really helped to um, to get comfortable in in writing a, a pop track.
0: also worked on the game Honor of Kings, right?
1: Yeah, uh, I've worked on it since I started working here. This was probably one of my first projects to to get oh, cool. started
0: at here. Yeah, yeah. so talk about working on that and the kind of music that you've written for it.
1: Yeah, Honor of Kings is, uh, is a really exciting game. We write a lot of music for it and also provide sound effects. We also do um, music for many of the uh, promotional materials for the events and, and stuff like that, and um, yeah, ultimately there's there's a lot of music that this game needs, and I've written a lot of different kind of music. Obviously, there's a lot of battle tracks that that feature traditional orchestra with with Chinese instruments on top, so that's always fun. That's that's something that we do here quite often. We also record a lot of music live with orchestra uh, for the game. Um, so yeah, that's, that's always nice. And, um, yeah, ultimately one of those titles that, that, uh, at hexony you find yourself working on quite frequently. Yeah.
0: such a huge project right i mean the game is just constantly evolving yeah
1: yeah it's it's changing over so many years and there's also like uh concerts so some of my music was featured on like a live concert uh, in china where they were like celebrating the the game and um they had some of some of the tracks for the game being played by a live orchestra in china so that was really exciting to see uh, did you go uh, no, I didn't. Okay. I didn't know, but <laughs> yeah, I would have loved to attend a concert like yeah, that. So, yeah,
0: but, yeah, Oh, that's so cool. Had you had much experience with Chinese instruments before you started working on that project?
1: A little bit, but uh, getting hired here was definitely for me the the motivation to really get into that and 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 really read into it more and and explore these instruments uh, much more in depth.
0: Well, Robert, I'd love to hear more about your background. I see saxophones in the back behind you, which is awesome. And, um, you know, just as a classically trained musician myself, you know, I'm well aware of the role of saxophone in orchestral music, for instance. You know, it wasn't even invented till what, like the 1800s or something. And so, you know, it's got a very special place in music. So how did you... Become a tenor saxophone player. You know, mainly. I know. I'm sure you're a multi instrumentalist, but in fact, a lot of saxophonists are. But, but talk about how that all evolved for you.
1: Yeah. So I've played a lot of instruments, uh, especially during high school, uh, being in bands. I, I played guitar. I wrote songs, um, and then I started playing saxophone. Um, funny enough, back then in in a kind of ska punk. <laughs> uh, band scenario and um so it was just cool coming up with like little hooks for for songs and stuff so um that that was really a big uh a big influence for me early on playing playing in bands um then later on, I was studying uh to become a music teacher actually in Germany, so I did music education and you need like one main instrument mm-hmm. and I chose the saxophone for that uh, so that I could really have. Uh, the time to to really study it more in depth, mm. and um, yeah, I I was just thinking of like what do I want to study in my undergrad uh, in in a more in depth way, and initially that was actually classical saxophone in Germany. That's mm-hmm. uh, for universities. Many universities want like a more classical repertoire when you apply. Mm-hmm. Um, so I did that, uh, got accepted into an undergrad program, and then kind of shifted uh, to to more. Modern uh, and, and, and jazz, um, but this is all like I—I I played a lot of different styles, and um, as kind of a as a separate thing to my orchestral music in a way. Like, have the saxophone kind of be the uh, the way I can explore other styles of music, and the orchestral music being kind of separate from that, and then electronic music being yet another field to to explore, and um, the saxophone kind of helps to. Uh, to explore jazz and uh, to explore uh, yeah all kinds of music through through one instrument that you're more comfortable playing with I still use it nowadays uh, sometimes there's tracks uh, that that feature a little solo saxophone or something like that um, mm-hmm. but I wouldn't necessarily call myself like a saxophonist by any means it's oh, just interesting one, one instrument that i can, play the most comfortably. um, And um, I also didn't do that. The traditional way, I guess, is to start with clarinet as like a child or as a teenager, and then kind of graduate to the saxophone in some way. Mm -hmm. I also didn't do that. I'm actually much worse on the clarinet than I am on the (laughs) saxophone because I did it kind of the other way around. Similar with guitar, I also started first playing electric guitar and then later on played acoustic guitar classical guitar and stuff so yeah it's all like not not necessarily the most straightforward way in terms of learning instruments um, but that's also because I've focused on composition from probably age of 17 18 and okay. so I usually only saw the instruments kind of as as a way to study the music and, and get to know different genres and stuff and mm-hmm. I didn't really plan to become like a a full kind of touring musician by by any means
0: sure sure so it's like a means to an end really the
1: yeah like in in some cases really to to get accepted to an undergrad program or to i had like a also special course in high school where you needed to play an instrument on a certain level so then i studied for those tests and stuff so studying instruments was often connected to meeting certain thresholds of certain institutions.
0: Yeah. Sure. Now did you I did you because I know you went to USC, but did you do any undergrad did you do any university schooling in Germany or did you come here for that?
1: Uh yeah, I did my entire undergrad in in Potsdam University. Okay. So I was living in Berlin at the time, commuting to Potsdam. And so I had like saxophone and uh, piano classes and vocal classes and obviously a lot of music theory and and all of that. And once I graduated from that, I, um, yeah, studying at USC was always a, a huge goal of mine. Mm. I, I wouldn't almost, w- wouldn't really say goal, but more like a dream of mine. I thought like maybe at some point I, I, I could get accepted there. Um, and yeah, then, then I did and um, <laughs> then moved
0: over here and um, turned out really well. Yeah. Did you do any video game scoring stuff or was it mostly film and, and things? Yeah, during during USC
1: was really the time where I was really thinking about where I want to be in music composition and and video game music seemed the the obvious choice for me. Before that, before coming to the US, I guess I was a bit more of a film composer. I tried to go more into film and maybe advertisement that that kind of area. I was also connecting in in the video game industry, but um during USC it was really uh became kind of the the dominant um, kind of direction for me. I, I took classes with Gary that also really
0: Gary Shyman. Gary Scheiman
1: is, uh is really good and and uh, taught us a, a lot of stuff. And um, I'm still in contact with him now. And yeah, that that. Really set the tone, and also getting feedback from him and 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 hearing that that uh, you know I, I might have a shot in in the video game industry with the sound that it, that I bring to the table, mm-hmm. um, yeah, was encouraging, and um, then also helped to get hired here at at, at Hexany, So um, yeah, got got lucky there.
0: Well, and you said well, there are a couple things I've got written down here, um, and I want to write one more down before I forget it. But uh, you said. Um that it would be an obvious choice for you or something to, I can't remember exactly how you worded it, something like the obvious choice was game composition. And I'm curious why you said it like that. Because Does it because you're such a big gamer or because you think your sound fits the genre or what? what is it about that?
1: Yeah, for me, it's definitely being a gamer, a uh, lifelong gamer. And um, I've always also been interested in movies. But if I'm really honest, and that that's kind of what became clear during USC, if I'm honest, film always felt a bit more like something I need to research and I uh, should know about because I want to become a film composer or like a a media composer. So I always felt uh, more of a responsibility almost to like learn about it and and be up to date. And video games was always way more effortless for me. I was Mm -hmm. always like, obviously I care about the latest game that comes out by this publisher, by that publisher. That was always like, I was always like, invested in that um, kind of in a natural way, and obviously playing a lot of video games. So <laughs> uh, that, that definitely also helps to, you know, have a, have a kind of an understanding what kind of sound a game needs. When you've played many games, many similar games like that uh, can really help to, to kind of have a natural understanding of, of how a game is supposed to sound.
0: And you also mentioned that, you know, you were like 17 or 18 when you, and again, I can't remember exactly how you said it, but something about how you knew that composition was kind of the direction you wanted to go. What made you feel that way when you were that age, you know?
1: Yeah, like uh, relatively early on, my my uncle is, is also a, um, a professional musician in, in Berlin. So I stayed with him a couple of times and he had like a, a home studio set up with like virtual instruments and stuff like that. And I remember touching that one afternoon, just like, you know, seeing what this is about. And that kind of blew my mind a little bit. And I was like, oh my God, you can just like create all these things in the computer like that. And I think almost there also the, the reference that it felt video gamey to some extent, right? <laughs> it, it's the yeah. software and everything happens in the software. Um, and that kind of got me on that path. And I was like, I I'd like to explore that more. And then also kind of hearing that this is a viable kind of career path that you can take was super exciting because um, being a musician is, is uh, of course, pretty difficult uh, kind of career path. But the composition seemed a bit, more, a bit more stable, a bit more straightforward, so to speak, and um, uh, also more exciting because I can ultimately write a piece of music from start to finish, kind of the, write the whole thing. And um, being in bands was always nice, but I often found myself wanting to write the whole <laughs> track. And, and yeah. you know, other musicians don't always take well if you tell them like, "You should play it like this." And like, "No, thanks. You know, I, I know how to play this." Uh, so like, for me, it was kind of a bit liberating to be able to fully write a piece by by myself.
0: Um, and, you know, we've mentioned you work at hexony Audio and, you know, they provide music and sound design for all kinds of projects. Uh, do you work on the sound design at all or are you focused on composition?
1: Yeah, we have it kind of separated out here. Some people are composers and sound designers, um, so they, they sort of do both. Mm-hmm. Um, but most composers are only involved with the music and um, on on certain, like, Say trailers that would be pretty common. We then collaborate with like one specific sound designer at the company, um, and they would provide the sound design, often do also the, the final mix of of the trailer, uh, and we only provide the music. So um, okay. that's also kind of nice for me that I can focus on on the one thing I'm I'm I think I'm good at and can uh, focus on that. But it's also nice to be. In the same environment, you know, I can ask questions. Uh, sound designers all around me, so there's, you know, a lot of potential to to learn from them as well.
0: Well, and you know, again, lots of different projects too. So you've also worked on Call of Duty Mobile, is that correct?
1: Yeah, Call of Duty is another game that we provide a lot of music and a lot of uh, sound design for, for for quite a while at this point, and um, there's often trailers or new in-game music uh that that need to uh, get written and um one one track that i do remember was uh, writing for like the easter update of the game so uh there was a lot of uh, content being published for for kind of an easter special event uh, for the game and they needed uh, kind of circus uh music so uh really something you wouldn't expect from a call of duty game that that but yeah all the music needs to get written and um, yeah it was basically a, a circus very very fun quirky track and that in this case I did record a clarinet oh, on nice. it and um yeah that, that was great. Also done like trailers and more typical kind of combat music and, and stuff like that
0: i mean trailers that's a whole different beast right because trailer there's not going to be inter- any interaction there's i mean it's like from start to finish and you have to hit these certain points right i mean what what's that experience like compared to writing some combat music or something
1: yeah this is uh this is quite different it's more like being a film composer, <laughs> yeah, yeah, to stick to to uh, the the parameters of the trailer, often hit certain points specifically, and it's again always a nice change. But I also kind of like that that I don't have to work with video every time. Uh, that's kind of what I enjoy about video game music is that it's a bit more, like slightly more open. You basically have say like one minute or two minutes, and as long as you stick to the main parameters, you, you can almost do whatever you want in those two minutes, you know, like don't have to hit a specific point where the cut, you know, is, is going <laughs> yeah. to a different scene or something. So it's more open and, and free in that way. And, and that's really something I I enjoy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, trailers are also always fun to to work on.
0: What are you playing right now? It, gaming, if you have time to game. I mean, what what's uh, on your playlist right now?
1: Yeah, so I've gotten into XCOM 2, which I know <laughs> is not the latest game, but um, I've only recently gotten it, and uh, it's uh, really fun. Uh, actually, a lot better than than I had ever expected it to be. And um, so, of course, one of those classics. But um, I really like it. And yeah, there's also I like the Warhammer games so I've played a lot of Warhammer Total War 3 that's also the music that's in there is also exactly what I would like to write the kind of uh, battle music in in the background is very good and a lot of my colleagues are playing Elden Ring at the moment of course yes me too (laughs) when I'm not angry I I haven't gotten it yet but I think that's also something I should probably pick up in, in the next little while
0: did you play any Souls games before that have you played any of the souls? A little bit, okay. and
1: it frustrated me too fast, <laughs> so I dropped it again. I was like, maybe another time. But um, yeah, maybe Elden Ring seems the, the, the right mix, and it's uh, yeah.
0: it is because me too. I couldn't do those early. I mean, they're so hard, and I I would just get frustrated and like I don't want to do the same thing over and over and over again until I get it right, kind of thing. And yeah. Elden Ring, you do there is some of that, but it's you know the open world thing, so you can just you can be like, I'm just gonna level up 20 more levels and go back later. <laughs> yeah. And that, that helps.
1: <laughs> I mean, I like that kind of challenge. I also play a lot of more top-down RPG games that that very much have that. You go into an area and there's some boss that's like way too strong. Um yeah. So it's usually fun. And I also like uh, playing Doom Eternal, for example. It's oh, like yeah. like, it's just... You ju- you're just proud when you clear one more level, because that's kind of enough <laughs> for the night. So it's, these can be challenges uh, that, that I enjoy. Yeah. But also, I've also been playing uh, Disco Elysium, oh, yeah. which is another highly recommend, uh, super cool story, uh, very, very interesting RPG.
0: Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah, I haven't played. It's on my list. I really need to pick that one up for sure. Uh, well, Robert, what else? I'm sure there are many things that you're working on that you can't talk about, but is there anything that you're working on that you can talk about?
1: <laughs> yeah, so unfortunately, I can't really share that much. I can say that I work on the games we talked about on a daily basis, so there's definitely music coming oh, good. Uh, coming out soon. Uh, there's more Arknets music uh, that's coming out soon as well. That is also very different from what I've done on Immutable. So since working on Immutable, I've I've done a lot of quite different stuff for for Arknights and uh, for some of the other games we we work on. So yeah.
0: What more do you want to say about any of your work or about Immutable or uh, anything that you wish I would have asked that I didn't?
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm, I think we covered uh, quite a lot. Um, ultimately, I'm just very grateful to all the fans out there who've been uh, listening to this track. Um, many people that wrote some nice comments on the track and uh, showed what it what it means to them and, and, and that they're actually like, Listening to this this music uh, really makes me happy.
0: Robert, it's been a pleasure to get to know you and uh, hear your music and learn more about you. And I appreciate uh, talking with you today. Thank you so much. Yeah,
1: thank you for inviting me.
0: Thank you for listening to Level with Emily. You can learn more about Robert Wolf, see a playlist, and support Level with Emily at Patreon.com/Level. Check out the video of our chat on the Level with Emily YouTube channel, and please do subscribe to YouTube uh, to our YouTube channel to get all the new videos of interviews and playlists and the like. I'm Emily Reese. Sam Keenan is our producer. Say hi, Sam. Hi. You can follow us on Twitter and Facebook at Level with Emily, and learn more about us at levelwithemily.com, made possible by Adam Selvage at Tiki Web Services. Composer Brad Gentle manages our YouTube channel. Level with Emily Reese is a production of June Media, Inc. Here at Level with Emily, we're part of the Audio Podcast Alliance. It features a hand-picked selection of the very best podcasts about sound. You can hear the latest episodes from our friends in the community at audiopodcast.org.